0: Hello and welcome to Personalized Learning with Matt and Courtney. This is Matt.
1: Hey, this is Courtney. Hi. Hi. We uh, talk about the do-do's and don't-do's of Personalized Learning. Yes, we do. It's awesome.
0: It is awesome. All right, what are we going to talk about today at the end of the year? At
1: this thing, I'm just going to say I'm tired. It
0: seems like, like the end of the year is always the most tiring time of the year.
1: It is. It is.
0: There's a lot to do at the end.
1: There is. But you know what? I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Don't put up those frazzled teacher memes.
0: <laughs> it's true. Don't. It's true. There's no need for it. And if you are starting to give up, then your kids are going to give up, and then we're wasting time. Right, yeah, There could be learning in there. So go right to the end of the year. Do do some fun stuff.
1: Do fun stuff.
0: Yeah, the cause I know the end of the year is a lot of field trips, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you try to get outside and do things because the weather's nice.
1: You know, like uh, I think have I talked about the greatest day ever before on no. this podcast? No. So um, I worked with a seventh grade team once. I was their coach, and um, they were put. They were doing a lot of like you know applied learning, interdisciplinary type stuff, and. They um, had proposed a project that kind of fell through for whatever reason. Um, I don't remember the specifics around it. I think it involved a field trip, and the field trip was denied. Specifics that I don't remember. But so then they ended up really making lemonade, and uh, the kids planned a day they called the best day ever. Uh And the kids took on, it was like a field day type thing, but they, they had the budget. Like the teachers just handed over everything and were like, you guys make the best day ever. And the kids, they had committees that, like, made games, and they physically built them. They worked out, like, and surveyed, and they bought and buy They rented, like, bouncy houses and, like, nice. sumo wrestling and laser tag. Like, and it was the best day ever. Like, Very it was cool. awesome. Yeah. So uh, so I guess it's, like, you know, you don't have to go that far, but let the kids plan field day. That totally works. Right? I think it's usually like the PE teacher that has to do it like <laughs> Let the kids do it. Let
0: the kids do it. Yeah, they'll get a lot more out of it and it's They'll
1: learn a lot too. And
0: it'll be something they remember.
1: And they'll be so they'll have so much more fun because they're the ones exactly. who planned it anyway.
0: Well, that sounds great. Yeah. We should do that more often. I agree. All right, let's do that.
1: Chocolate donuts too. <laughs>
0: Nothing wrong with that either. Just had a Boston cream <laughs> one.
1: Just had a chocolate. Mm. Lovely.
0: All right, so what is, what are, what is, what are we doing today? Well,
1: last Mm -hmm. week we promised people we would talk about um, reporting because we have a couple of questions or comments on our parking lot about that. Thank you.
0: Thank you for the parking
1: lot. Yeah. Um, So let's jump right in. So the one we're going to start with, so it says... uh, My district is moving towards standards-based reporting. Our example is not public yet, so I cannot share. However, if you Google standards-based report card Hillside, you'll find some. Paramus, Chatham, and Scotch Plains, New Jersey also do it.
0: Hillsdale. What did I say? Not that. So we did Google it. So and and thank you. Yes, Uh, Hillsdale Public Schools in um, Hillsdale, New Jersey. So thank you. I used to live in New Jersey. It was lovely. Actually, I worked in Paramus.
1: <laughs> no way. Yeah,
0: I did not teach there. Though. There we go. So it was different. So Hillsdale Public Schools, uh, we're looking at a grade two one for this year. Um, so thank you for whoever put that on the on the parking lot so we could Yeah, I have an example to yeah, kind was, of talk about. Yeah, it was about. really good.
1: So. so I hope you all have, have done this. Unless you're in your car, then don't do it. But don't if you're that, somewhere you know, where you can, kind of Google and look it up. Um, do that so you can call, fo- follow along with us for a minute.
0: So this is this is a pretty standard one yep. that, that we've seen from a lot of schools yep. um, that have given us um, something to look at or things that, that we've looked at in the past when when our uh, the districts that we have worked in have looked at moving to standards based reporting. Yeah, uh, recently or years ago. That this is this is a pretty standard one that.
1: It feels like a, this is like the typical first step.
0: Yeah, exactly, Yeah, exactly. So, so if you're in your car and not Googling this, we'll describe it a little bit. So it has, at the top it's got performance level indicators. It's a one, two, three, four scale. Uh, it has a behaviors that support learning on an O, S, and I, which are outstanding, satisfactory, and inconsistent. It's got some attendance on there, and then it lists some targets,
1: yeah. So there's um, or some standards, I guess. Sta- They're standards. These are not targets. Yeah. Right. So it's got two columns. Um, on one column, so it's got all the standard disciplines: reading, writing, math, and then um, social studies, art, you know, all those things. So each each class or each discipline has its own section, and then within there are these big, juicy, year-long standards, which is where districts typically go when they're first doing standards-based reporting so for example under reading um, it says reads with literal comprehension that's that's a big chunk oh standard there. Sure. Um, and then to the right of it you've got the marking period columns so marking period one two or three so the implication is that th- this is a long-term standard or a year-long standard, and you're reporting on that standard three times throughout the year. Mm -hmm. And it's very big. They're very large. Um, For example, under social studies, it says, demonstrates understanding of concepts, which is a huge bucket. Yes, it is. (laughs) That's a big bucket to be reporting on.
0: So as I'm looking at this, some of the math ones I'm looking at are ads fluently within 20 Use addition and subtraction strategies within 100 to solve world problems, uh, or word problems, maybe world problems. World problems, problems too. That'd be
1: awesome.
0: Uh, Reads and writes time to the nearest five minutes. For the math ones, that seems to be more skill-specific. Yeah,
1: they got much more specific with math.
0: But the reading and writing ones, you're right, they're a little, they're bigger.
1: They're they're bigger. they're bigger. And then for science, social studies, art, technology, media, music, physical education, health, those were all like giganto buckets. Giganto standards.
0: So as I'm looking at it now, we've got the second part. Behaviors. Behaviors. So say so let's let's go with some of those those other subjects that we just talked about that's not ELA or math. Um, they have it as Describes understanding of concepts, and participates, are the two, and those are sc- those are scored one two three four.
1: Participation is scored as a one two, oh! a one, two three
0: four. So because then there's a separate behavior part yeah. that talks about listening and speaking, some work and study skills, and social skills, and those are the the OSI rankings. Okay. So, is, is how I'm interpreting this one. And I could be wrong, but that's just kind of how it how it feels. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. That I mean, that's got to be.
0: So, this, is this a standards-based report card?
1: This is a standards-referenced report card.
0: Okay, so what do you mean by that?
1: I You know, I'm not even sure that it's a standards-referenced report card, to be honest. Pieces of it are. Pieces, yeah, it's kind Pieces of all over of the place. Because the math
0: one, those are really, those are standards. Yeah. That kids can meet pretty quickly, you yeah. know, ads fluently within 20, I mean, you know when a kid is able to do that.
1: Right. Wait, so I say it's standards referenced because it doesn't give you any indication about the level of rigor required for any of these standards, um, they are still very large, so it doesn't break down the progress towards the standard at right. all. Um, because and, and part of that, yeah.
0: part of what you're saying there is because of those, the, the, the way it's scored. Yes. The, the one, two, three, four. Uh, the three is the proficiency part. Yeah. But it's meets grade level expectations. Right. It's defined. It consistently grasps and I, and applies key concept processes and skills Successfully meets grade level benchmarks.
1: Right. Yeah, their three is still referring. It's it's a combination of like norm referenced and standards. Right. Us. So it's referring to the standard. the The meeting does not actually come from the uh, performance expectation in the standards. Right. Yeah.
0: So and, and again, we're not going to trash this report card because this is
1: a great first step this is where you go
0: this is way better than probably whatever they did before right right which was just give maybe the check check plus check minus thing right or maybe you know s minus exactly yeah so so this is definitely a good step and this is actually where one of the schools where i first looked at changing the report card this was a a, pretty much a, a relatively Consistent example of all the different report cards yeah. that we looked at. Yeah. This, this is this is a great first start. It is. Start. It's like
1: a really nice amalgam of like. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> they went out and looked at a bunch of. Yeah, but well, the one thing that's on here that I think is actually a great step is that they did separate out. Well, not entirely, but. Um,
0: it's a, a beginning. Start, it's right? a
1: beginning step here where they're separating out the behaviors from the learning.
0: Right. Not consistently. But, yeah. it's, but at least it's there, it's which there. It never has been before, is my assumption.
1: Right. So, like, if we look over in math, reading, and writing, you don't see anything about participation. Right. Um, but, but in the other do. subjects, it's still there, which is a little confusing because that's at least – for me and I know for you, participation would be considered more of a, a soft skill, a behavior. Right. Not not um, knowledge. A
0: work habit yeah. type something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. And my my guess is we are looking specifically at a grade two one. Yeah. So maybe there aren't necessarily any particular standards for some of the other ones. You know, it's a lot of introduction, it's a right. lot of working towards things. So so I could I can see that, but uh, you know, one of the, those next steps might be get rid of the participation yeah. of those. because right, put
1: that down in work habits. Yeah, just, because yeah. I think
0: that's some of the work habits they have are about listening and speaking. Uh, for instance, like, uh, demonstrates listening skills for information, participates in group discussions actively and appropriately. Right. Some of the work skills are makes effective use of time, comes prepared, produces best work. A lot of it is is participation yeah. in, in being... You know, an, an attentive learner, right. basically, so, which is great, so those, those are separate. But there are limitations for this. Yeah,
1: so what do you think are some of the limitations?
0: I think you, you hinted at it a little bit at the beginning, um, with the, there's no rigor attached to any of these. Mm-hmm. So the way the scores are, uh, the two is a progressing towards grade level benchmarks, three is successfully meets grade level, four is consistently works beyond stated grade level benchmarks, um, so it's not really a progression. It's still about,
1: am, Comparing I'm in second
0: grade, am I meeting all the second grade expectations and right. that sort of thing. It's not a, a progression of learning where kids can move ahead or fall behind a little bit, but they, you meet them where they are. Right. This is still about meeting a particular level, and if you're not there, you're behind. Yeah. Not just that's where you are where and you let's are. work yeah. to, to move on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a start but really think about is this meeting the needs of kids or is it just this more still uh, it's very adult oriented mm-hmm. and we're trying to look at changing a report card uh, or a progress report or whatever you want to call it more to be learner-based mm-hmm. rather than adult-based yeah and things like this are still very adult-based a great first step but i think as teachers would use this, this, this is what I found when, when we started using things like this, that we found the limitations for this one also. Yes. So, like, this is a great first step. Yes, we're going to do this. And then using it, it's like, well, yeah. this doesn't yeah. really reflect what I want to show about the kid. Right. So how do we take that next step? Right. In, in a couple of
1: years, they'll want to change it again. Exactly.
0: Okay. <laughs> and that's a fine thing to do. Because yeah. if you ever think your report card is done, you are crazy. Because you're always gonna come up with better, better ways, ways to do it right. and then just talk through them see what they're gonna look like the more experience you okay. get I think it's easy to see it, it's let me put it back up a little bit so if you if I said to you Courtney we're gonna have we're gonna like change our report card every couple of years
1: hmm.
0: because we were gonna learn more so in you know the next 10 years we're gonna have six different report cards that's kind of overwhelming right now. Yeah, a little bit. But every step along the way is a lot easier because in two years from now, this report card will be like, okay, well, we, we'd like to change this, we'd like to change this because we'd like to report on this a little bit better right. because it really reflects where kids are. right? And that pr- actual process is a lot easier than more the long-term vision, mm-hmm. even though that long-term vision is you kind of know we're, we're going to make changes along the way. We're going to make this better. Yeah. We don't know what those changes are yet.
1: Right. That's, and that's hard for people. And that's,
0: that's very that's hard, hard to see. It's like, okay, we're going to have this report card and we're going to have something completely different in six years. Right. Even though We don't know anything about don't what it's what going it's to look like. Anything. And that's overwhelming. Yeah. But knowing that the way you report needs to be about what learners show and where they are. And if you're talking about a true progression of learning, which we fully believe in, you want to report where they are and what they can do next.
1: Right, so you know, I'm sitting here thinking in my head, I'm like, what's the point of report cards? Like, why do we, you know, like first I was in my head, I was like, in this day and age of like instant access to information. And in the district I work in, we have a learning management system where you can access, and for the most part, see live time of where a learner is like what is the point of these report cards and then my brain was like yeah well we still need them I guess you know I I can I can step back from that existential question but I think a really important question to ask when you're designing your report card is what is the purpose of the report card what is it you want it to say because we get stuck in the trap of wanting the report card to be everything yes we do and say everything and it can't So we really need to think about what is it that we want the report card to actually say. And so if this is your first step towards learner-centered, proficiency-based or personalized learning, you might be at the point where you just want the report card to start gesturing towards standards and referring to standards. And in which case, great, that's what you want it to do. If you're further along and you really want it to say, I want it to be able to reflect where a learner is right now in their learning, then that's like the guide you use. Mm-hmm. So why don't we talk about some examples that we have seen that do that better?
0: Okay. So, uh, so in my district right now, yeah. we have. Uh, we're in the actually we're in the process of changing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but we have gone through a whole number of of report cards. So one of them, our very first one, actually when we started this a number of years ago looked very similar to the one we're looking at right now from Hillsdale, where, mm-hmm. where it had a, le- a list of those very, very, very broad skills. Yeah. And you gave them actually one, two, three, fours along the way. Okay. So a two meant you were almost there.
1: Right. Right? <laughs> so it was
0: very, it, it was still very teacher driven. Yeah. That, you know, Courtney, uh, I don't think you're quite there yet, so I'm gonna give you a two. But yep. you're almost there, so good for you. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what that means necessarily, but that's where I think you are.
1: Right. So, so that, we,
0: we clearly found some limitations for that pretty quick. It's like, this is not useful. Right. And parents were like, this is not useful. Not useful. So we, we decided once we had an actual progression, we decided to give a report card which shows everything. Wow. So we had every learning target broken down by skill or by concept and gave a one, two, three, four. And we defined what that one, two, three, four meant. So a three means you're, you're meeting all that complex knowledge and you have an understanding of that and you have a preponderance of evidence that that shows that a two means you've met all of the basic or foundational mm. knowledge towards that target all fine and dandy also we showed every single target oh my goodness so it was really cool because yeah. our our idea was okay well this shows to parents exactly where your kid is right so now that it's on paper you could potentially help your kids at home through specific skills that they're not quite there so if, if, if Cordy gets a two you know that okay, they've got the basic stuff, but now we need to put it together at a higher cognitive level in order to get the three. Right. So and explaining that to parents was pretty good. Realizing that by the end of the year, our report cards are in huge, some cases, like 15,
1: a book, fifteen to
0: twenty <laughs> pages long. Well, that was a little overwhelming too. Oh, yeah. So we're actually in the process right now of refining it to a one pager
1: mm-hmm.
0: with comments. Hmm. And as I look at the, the second page of this Hillsdale one, there's spaces for comments. Yep. And parent feedback that we got was, lovely that you're giving us a book of stuff. We're not looking at it because it, it is overwhelming, Yeah. but we look at the comments and see what the teachers are saying. So now we're trying to get that one pager with a backside of comments for, from the teacher. Oh, cool. And as you said before, what what are you actually looking to report and it's more of a narrative, right? Where is yeah. Courtney right, in her learning from the teacher's point of view? And I can go in to the learning management system and look at those individual standards if I want to. Right. But if I just want that overview for now,
1: right. yeah, yeah. where
0: is my kid?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? With some of the backup.
1: So is there going to be, like, any indication of, like, number of targets completed or, or like, So what?
0: We, we think for, for the – for the one page that we're gonna have, by subject okay. area, we'll have number of targets with new growth, okay. which could mean anything from a blank with no evidence up to some evidence, so even a one or a 1.5 or a two, so yeah. there's some evidence of something, or if anything has moved. So if you move from a two, that complex le- uh, that basic level knowledge, yeah. to a 2.5 or a three, that'll show up in that, in that oh, column cool. also. So anything with new growth in that marking period. Neat. Also, number of targets to proficiency because we also think that's important.
1: Num what does that mean number of targets to proficiency? So,
0: how many targets are have been marked proficient in this time period? Okay. So, if it's our first one, which is typically right around November 1st or so, yeah. it might say, "Okay, there are 14 targets with new growth and there's three targets to proficiency."
1: Right on. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the two proficiency more In a directional manner. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
0: no, this is the actual proficient targets. And at some levels, which we haven't quite figured out, is how many targets are assigned. Right. So that might be more of a a high school transcript type thing. Yeah. Where, you know, if you have those 12 targets to meet your Algebra 1 course, as it were, it's not about the course, but it's about how many targets.
1: That makes sense. Then it'll go
0: to transcript. So. There's ideas around that. We don't haven't quite figured that out yet. Interesting. There's a lot of things. But we really like the growth and proficiency part because it shows both.
1: Right. I like that too.
0: So along with comments from the teachers, of
1: course. Yeah. That and, sounds pretty and good. And not
0: much else on the report card.
1: No, I don't think you need much else. I, I
0: agree with that one. I like because it does show growth. Right. So it shows that kids are, are making progress towards things. Yeah. Or increasing their scores on things. But it also tells you when you've met those right. targets. That's a great first step. That's a great conversation to have. Cool. What are some of the report cards that you've had in the past?
1: Um, So I think the one I I remember the most that I've seen that I really liked um, was it was in a middle school that was doing proficiency-based education. And uh, we ended up taking, so for each subject, there would be like a group. And within each subject, you would see... um, the measurement topic titles so for example in ELA you would see narrative writing informational writing argument writing informational reading literary reading like the big buckets right Mm -hmm. we called them measurement topics because then we had um, uh, progressions for each of those and then so what teachers would do in the reporting period, we, we waffled between quarters and trimesters, so I'm like, I'm not oh, even sure. sure where we were when I, last <laughs> time when I was there. But um, so for whatever the, the marking period was, um, I would go in as the teacher and look at the evidence and put the number that best indicated their performance overall in that measurement topic. So I'm an ELA teacher, I look at their narrative writing evidence and I say yeah they've typically they've been consistently meeting so i'm gonna put a three mm-hmm. as kind of like their overall indicator for that measurement topic um so that's what we did and then we had separate work habits for each class also and the work habits were scored differently so standards were um i believe we used empn and i we didn't have um oh it, incomplete no i'm sorry it wasn't i it was n what did we do? Maybe we had or a D because we had EMP. I think we had exceeds meets partially meets does not meet, and then N was no evidence of learning.
0: No evidence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. N for no yeah. evidence, yeah. Um,
1: rather than incomplete or whatever. So anyway, right. um, I thought that one was a D. De- and comments.
0: And comments. And yeah. Comments. comments are pretty standard. Yeah. Comments
1: are standard. So I thought that one was a pretty was a decent um, decent one. Yeah. I think there I mean I think as you said you're like we're changing ours now like yeah like if I were back there now I would probably change some things to it um, but as far as giving a quick overview of where the learners are I thought it did a decent job
0: so I th- I'm going to come back to what you said at the beginning I think is really focus on what your purpose of the yeah. report card is will really help you shape what your report card is actually going to look like yeah you know, if it wants to be something like like this one right here, this this Hillsdale one, if this is what you're looking for, for and and your theory might be progression through the year, right? So you could, if you're at a one at the beginning of the year and you move up to a two level where you're close to grade level expectations, and by the end of the time you're expected to be at a three or a four, and that's your theory of what you want to show. Great, that's I'm, I'm totally fine with that. One. Right. So. But have that belief beforehand of, of what are we actually trying to deliver to parents yes. and guardians yeah. rather than just like, well, we're just going to report stuff and not really sure. Because yeah. honestly, when, when I first got on the, my first standards-based report card committee way mm. back many, many, many years ago, um, we had we did not start with that. We looked at examples of what other schools were doing. And we're like, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's do that one do from that. this particular school because they have a good reputation and I've heard of them. Right. And so let's <laughs> just steal it. Yeah. And, you know, eventually we started using things like that. And it was like, this is not the way we want to report. No. So we got around to the point where what are we actually trying to show? Yeah. And that helped us design the next one, which helps you design the next one.
1: Yeah, you start with the why.
0: It's it's we. It's the way with everything. It is.
1: Just start with a Y. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: that's about where we need to end. Yeah.
1: So hey, we're we're coming up on summer, guys, and thinking we're not going to be weekly. No. No. It's unfortunate. I know. I think um, I'm going to go ahead and set the bar that if we do once a month in the summer, that that's pretty darn amazing.
0: There's only two months before school starts, so that's not bad that at all. No.
1: Well, hey, see, you reasonable <laughs> expectations. It is.
0: It is. So if you have something you'd like us to talk about, again, either tweet at us or put it on the parking lot. Yeah. Uh, our parking lot is still looking pretty good. Uh, this has really helped design this particular show. Uh, and the one before. And I do actually – I'm going to read one more of our parking lot yeah, posts here. So it talks about reporting. So it says, I'm posting an example – but I strongly caution against reporting as a starting point. Teaching and learning need to look different before reporting looks different. It's a common pitfall to start by changing the reporting system. Agreed. It's not about the reporting system. Right? No, it's it It's about isn't. what are we teaching and learning and what do we want to show from that? And that's where you start designing your report card. Right. You start with the why, not
1: with the with the how. All right. We're going to go from there. Yeah, we'll talk next time. <laughs> the people who are 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 the people who are